1: And you're better than
0: that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right.
1: Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.
2: Okay, hello, hello. Welcome to Real Talk again. Um, Very special day today. We've got a guest coming on uh, for the first time. A good friend of mine, Ross, who I went to university with who ha- who did sports therapy with me at uni, um, has worked as a PT, uh, personal trainer for a long time, and has recently got a new job uh, managing a gym in
0: Leeds. Is it in Leeds? Uh, Cleck Keaton. But if you've got international listeners, I'd probably say
2: Leeds. <laughs> 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 yeah, Cleck Keaton, like the, uh, the hub of the north.
0: It's actually called the place, it's called the hub where it's based, which is interesting.
2: (laughs) How is it? How's uh, gym manager life? Is that your intro? You said you were going to do a big old intro. No, there's no point. We might as well just get people. (laughs) I'll get bored.
0: (laughs) The old intro's gone. How's (laughs) gym manager life?
2: Yeah, how was it?
0: Uh, It's a bit different because I used to, obviously, I was a PT student. so, PT, you just look after yourself basically, and you work for your clients, and then your clients pay you, or and depending on what gym, they might pay the gym. But you essentially tell them what time you want them, and they go home, and then the next one comes in, and then the, the next one comes in, and you manage your own diary. Uh, if you want to change one of your working systems, you just change it. Yeah. If, if you want to change a spreadsheet that affects all the, your clients, you just change it because you, you although you work for our gym or in our gym you don't work for that gym you just work for yourself whereas now I work for a company so it's real hard that I've got to change all these systems and get things better but I've got to ask three or four people and I've got to train the people who systems go on it so it's uh it's a bit frustrating because sometimes it's a bit slow and like yeah just weird stuff like we're not any printer ink for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> like and the bloke who has to get the orders of Printerik, whenever I say it to him, he just laughs. I'm like, stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what you, are you still training people? Say
2: again. Are you still uh, training clients and doing... So, yeah,
0: I, I do have some... Yeah, I have some clients. Um, like, I started off finishing... Because one of the trainers left when I got there. I didn't sack him, but I was like, you can't keep doing the, what you're doing. So he, he just got another job somewhere else. So I had to finish all his clients' blocks. And then because I've been a PT for quite a while and worked in commercial gyms where there's lots of competition and lots of trainers, um, people can obviously see that I know what I'm on about. So they just walk up to me and go, can I give you some money to make me fit? Which is pretty unheard of in Leeds because one half of them were students like yourself and the the other half had been hassled by one of the other trainers. So it's quite refreshing to actually people just walk up to you and say, will you train me? so yeah i am doing a few clients which is nice but
1: not not too many how have you um found the the transition to going from a pt to a gym manager um i keep upsetting the staff (laughs) how how, how are you upsetting the staff uh
0: well we've got this new receptionist in and i don't know if it's her who wasn't trained right or her was a bit dippy but as a, gym, <laughs> as a gym manager, I've got to do stuff behind the scenes and go to meetings and sit behind computers and and work on new systems, like a new contract for the new person for the personal trainers because the contract I've got them on is ridiculous. Like, there's no way they can make any money, so they're all just really yeah. motivated. All leave. So I'm like, I'm in a meeting trying to organise that, and this receptionist, a bit of an old dear, she worked in a few places, but she came up and she went, "Oh, there's someone just come to look around, the uh, come for a gym trial." All the other receptionists, we've got three others, just say, right, the gym's down there. Have you been in a gym before? And they go, and most people go, yeah, because most people have been in a gym nowadays. And she didn't ask him. And I knew she hadn't asked him. I could tell by the way she looked. And I went, have you asked him if he's been in a gym before? Because you're on a trial. You just go in, have a go. If you like it, you sign up. If you don't, we call you until you do sign up. Yeah. Uh, And I've gone to her. Has he been in a gym before? Did you ask him? And she Apparently, she got really flustered, but I'm just quite straight with people. You... Yeah. So she was a bit upset by that. So I've, I've walked out of this meeting, walked into the gym. Hey, mate, you've been in the gym before. What's she... Are you all right? Yeah yeah. 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 I used to be a boxer and a weightlifter. Fine. So do you need me to show you anything? No. So then I've got trips all the way back upstairs, knowing that he's just, he's been in the gym before. <laughs> he's, just there, he's just there for a trial. So I'm like, oh, Okay, you. Yeah. Sounds different. <laughs> so, <laughs> never had to worry about that before. So then that was like Thursday or Friday or something. Come in Monday, Ross, can you just come into the office? Yeah, fine, what's happened? You know, Jane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She put a notice in. Why? Because you talked to her funny on Thursday. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: That's what called you call it, Ross? Have you, since being a gym manager, or even when you're a PT, really, do you see any like difference in trends? Do you see a lot of people coming in to do, like I don't know, like CrossFit, or do, do people just want to go to a gym, get bigger, or just generally you know, get healthier? Do you see it? Do you see any like shifts in patterns, or is it always been the same?
0: Uh, start with dudes. Dudes have always been the same. Yeah. Dudes always come in and go, "I don't want to get massive," and you go, "Right," and they go, "But I won't mind being a bit bigger." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they all say it. I'm like, right. Generally, I just go, let's try and get as big as you can, and when you get fed up, we'll stop.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, to get much bigger, you have to get big. You know, to yeah. be the biggest, you have to get bigger, and to get bigger, you have to get big. It's not like it's not like you can taper it. Like, oh, if I do 12 reps, I'll get big-ish. If I do six reps heavy, I'll get really big.
0: I, I think people see the – everyone sees the pictures of men's health and Arnie and all the bodybuilders, whatever, and just think it happens overnight. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't quite work like that. So it's like right, get in, eat all the food, lift all the weights. It's it's just a it's more consistency and repetition and stamina and not getting stamina of concentration, not stamina of stamina, but stamina yeah. of concentration and just doing it and doing it and not not missing a session, not missing a meal. That's all. That's the beauty of bodybuilding. What about
2: Um, the ladies?
0: So the ladies have changed massively. Like, the change in female gym-wise and and sort of health is... From when I started. So I started as a PT in 2005. How old were you in 2005, Jordan? Uh,
2: I was 13. No, I wasn't. I was 7. I was 8. I turned (laughs) 8. It's late. I turned 8 in 2005.
0: So when I... When I started, girls used to come into the gym. They just wanted to be slim. So they'd just go on the cross trainer day in, day out. They wouldn't do any weights. Or they might do a few weights here and there, but, but not much. They'd all wear either tracksuit bottoms. The odd one might wear leggings, but they'd wear a hoodie or a big yeah. T-shirt over the top. Um, and uh, They'd do classes predominantly. Girls would come and just do classes like body pump, aerobics, uh, zumba was sort of starting. They do boxer size and things like that, um, but nothing major. Just fast forward to about the dawn of Instagram. Can you remember? Yeah. Can you two remember a time without Instagram?
1: I can. Of course, we can. Uh... I can. Bebo.
0: <laughs> can you bother? So when, <laughs> when, when that came out suddenly, out of nowhere, girls were in leggings Easy. they weren't wearing the t-shirts so they'd just be in the sports bra you'd be like, what? now they're doing deadlifts, now they're all over the bars, they're doing hip they all just want massive, big, muscly asses. I think it, I don't know whether it's come from J-Lo was the first person to have that okay. big big Latino rear <laughs> Ever since those ever since those days, girls or not all girls, but a a lot of girls just want that. Like if you're going to yeah. any pure gym now, and pure gym is kind of the Tesco, the Aldi of the fitness world where everyone goes, there will be girls in leggings, in sports bras, just doing just working on their ass.
2: So my question yeah. is if you get so you get a client, right? Comes in, yeah. Lady. And Ladies. you what your goals and she's like, I want a big, muscly ass. Do you do you try and change – do you say, right, okay, let's work to that? Or do you say, no, I want to – do you not want to do this? Do you try and sell sort of other things to her, like um, o- other things that will benefit health and will benefit whole body function? Or do you – are you like, right, big ass, let's do that?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you – there's two parts to that answer, really number one is if you're and personal training is sales and it's a business yeah so if someone comes in and says they want something you don't try and talk them out of it you say yes i can definitely do that and i've done that before and i'm very good at it and then they give you money if you say (laughs) if someone walks up to you and says can we for example I'd really like a big ass and you go, no, 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 no. What you want is a six pack. Let's get you a six pack. And they just go, they just look at you and walk off.
2: Yeah.
0: Come on. Where did you used to work while you were at uni? Yeah, yeah. I worked in sales. Tell tell everyone where you worked. What's that? Tell everyone where you worked when you were at uni. I worked at Clark's for six
2: years selling shoes, salesmen.
0: (laughs) If someone walked in and went, I'd like a really nice pair of desert boots. And you went, nah, mate. Do you know Uh, what would suit you? Them Jesus sandals. No, no. Yeah, no. Deci- I want them desert
2: I agree. I but is there not an obligation to also try and? Do you know? Do, am I making sense? Oh, no, no, no,
0: no. But let's come in. So the second part is that question: Is your inferring that a big ass is unhealthy
2: in and of itself? What do you mean? If someone just trade, you know, I'm not saying it's unhealthy, but I'm saying that someone who just trains glutes and that's it that is not at their optimum fitness and if they if they do other things that could benefit their lifts that then would improve do you know i mean i don't know i I would just see someone who want to sort of sculpt this version
0: the point is i think strong glutes uh and strong legs can benefit a lot of things um what it depends on what your barometer of health is because that's massive isn't it yeah. if you say they haven't got a very good impression of themselves but if I say right we're going to make your ass bigger and make your legs feel better we'll probably drop some body fat they'll probably feel a bit better about themselves they'll have achieved something so they've got that mental health benefit if they do it well and right and do everything that I tell them to do because a gym program doesn't just incorporate glutes if you're a decent trainer so you'll you'll give them i want you to have an upper body workout i want you to drink three liters of water a day i want you to have five fruit and vegetables i want you to eat a, a good amount of lean protein um and i'm not getting into the vegan debate but let's get some league <laughs> vegan, vegan protein get some not vegan protein get some lean protein sorry get yeah. some eggs stuff, get some eggs and stuff like that in you um and like come to the gym five times a week or four times a week rather than sitting at home smoking weed and eating pizzas. (laughs) I think that's generally healthier than me going, oh, this study on health said that you need to do five hours of meditation a month to be healthy. Well, no, because they haven't come to you for the meditation. They've come to you because they want a big ass. So you've got to kind of give them that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're um in gyms today, Ross, because I I personally don't go to the gym anymore. I do like my own sort of workouts at home. But as a gym is trying to create an environment where the mind and body like as one and trying to do like fitness and some sort of like meditative class, um, is that like on the up or is is there just some standard yoga classes?
0: Um I can't I can't speak for all the gyms. I think I'm guessing that because you're young people, a lot of your listeners are going to be young people. So they kind of go to look towards pure gym, uh, JD gym, exercise for less, those type of things. Where there's yeah. not a lot, of, there's not a lot of mindfulness goes on. There's not a lot of yoga and meditation. I mean, there are bits, um, but it's not really what people are there for. Young yeah. people are generally. Uh, Quite vain, quite energetic, or working on an image and a look. Um, I think as people get older, they—that's when you start thinking about mental health and yeah. like mental. This mental health, can I call it a mental health revolution? It wasn't really talk, spoken about when I started training. People felt better in themselves when they'd come, but they didn't really know why and explain it. So the, the depression and anxiety and da da da. It's Uh, it's come up. Do we have at my gym? I can speak about my gym. We did have, um, before I started, they had like this... Uh, she was like a mental health director, I think. There's a lot of chiefs at our place and not many Indians, if I'm honest. And yeah. she was yoga instructor and she had her own program and she was going to do all these events and she had all this planned out and she was going to... Like, there was a mindfulness class that I had to cover but no one ever turned up for it and there was uh, all these yoga things and big grand designs about helping the world. But then... Uh, she had a nervous breakdown,
2: that's ironic,
0: isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. It? Relation- relationship felt a bit nervous breakdown, no mental health, no resilience. Oh, which is Get me some resilience, that's what we need in this. Situation. We don't need mindfulness, we need some resilience, anyway. So, she, um, yeah. She's not there anymore, so we don't. We've got a bit of Pilates, but my Pilates, although it might be, make you feel better afterwards, it's not designed to be meditative yeah. or mindful and stuff like that. I think you've kind of got to stick what you what you're good at. What I will say is, when you do work in a gym, you are surrounded by positive people who come in because they want to make a difference to you, and people who are relatively thin and fit already they've kind of got a bit of an interest in it it's very rare we actually get someone who's absolutely nowhere um and i I don't mean nowhere in a derogatory sense but it's very rare that we get people who are who haven't got a clue who haven't got who just eat shit all day who completely need re-educating everyone who comes has kind of got a bit of an idea and a bit of motivation already to do something and have a positive effect um i think quite often people who don't want to go to the gym will never go to the gym and it doesn't matter how often you say go to the gym go to the gym it just doesn't cross over does that make sense
2: could that be like a confidence thing as well a kind of fear of of stepping into yeah. their own, a bit like what yeah, we did yeah, yeah. in our module that time, you know, the, the whole uh, physical activity over exercise to try, and using those words as like a key phrase to try and convince people to actually just move yeah. more rather than have scheduled exercise at a gym, so to speak.
0: Yeah. yeah. And like, I remember like my big thing of the population, because I was at uni with you um, and everyone's quite young and fit and healthy and vibrant and everybody um, at the gym was quite young and fit and healthy and vibrant because they like going to the gym and that's what they did. I remember going to see Drake. Do you remember when Drake came? To yes. I remember going to see Drake and I was with the great, the general population of Leeds. I was like, fucking hell.
1: <laughs> 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 fucking hell. Look at the state of them all. Right. Do you think that ties into because like one thing John can speak of now like one thing i've noticed when i go away ross to different countries not all countries but in our country i think our like our education on diet is like very poor like you go to the supermarket it's all branded like boxed food and you go to like i don't know let's go to asian um culture and the, the, they make all the food from scratch it's all real like nutritional still incorporates meat as well as vegetables but over here people like a lot of people will eat ready meals and want things fast rather than actually like looking after themselves. Um, do you think that's quite like a big thing?
0: Um, absolutely, because if you just walk around Leeds, walk from one side of Leeds to the other, you'll pass about five Gregs. Obviously, depending on which road you're at, which yeah. way you go, which way you'll you pass, pass five Gregs. Loads of bakeries. You go past Costa Coffee; they're all banging in loads of lattes and toffee lattes and this cream and that cream and everyone has to have a sandwich or a biscuit or a cake with it um like i remember doing a video i can't remember i think it was from one of my own channels my insta channel when i was self-employed and it was about when you go to um when you go to the supermarket and you look at people and you look what's in the trolley and then you look at the person and you can tell can't you
2: yeah it's a good point that ab- yeah
0: you can absolutely tell like and i said at the time there's a lot of people who talk about calorie balance and you can eat whatever you want and blah 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 but if you look at next time you're in the supermarket look at a person think does that person look healthy did it look like they exercise did it look like they eat good food and i tell you what if you look in the trolley you can guess what's in there you can always guess what's in there
2: you could probably do some uh, interesting studies if you like worked in Tesco's on the till for a day <laughs> and like took a snapshot, probably quite unethical, but like took a picture of this <laughs> person, rated them someone like this thing, that thing, this health-wise, and then sort of like took a took an audit of what of what they um had in the basket and that I put what the anecdote, I guess, into
0: quantifiable like that that would definitely work.
2: Like I, I've never thought of it that way to be honest.
0: I mean absolutely. And you'll always you'll always get there's always outliers and there's always people who are really skinny, usually smoke loads of cigarettes who just eat shit and don't do any exercise. Sometimes they're skinny as a rake. Sometimes people who eat really well, just eat too much of really good food and can be unhealthy. But like it don't take a lot. It don't take honestly. Next time it, when you're back, I don't know where you are or when you're back, <laughs> but have a look in that supermarket, look around that like, I've, I was late today to this recording because I was in Aldi and I was just looking around at, at <laughs> the stuff that people have and all them brioches. But people, whenever the thing is, when I'm in the gym and people, I say, Right, do you drink any fizzy drinks? No. Did And I, I've said that since I started years. No one drinks them. Well, someone must be drinking them because every time you go into a supermarket, <laughs> they're
2: just not in the gym. The people drink There's them a, out in the gym, basically. Yeah. their own slobbed out do you think it's a do you think this trend of i don't want to call it like general unwellness but i I mean do you think that the health of the population in the uk would is going to improve over a bit of time because i have no idea It's, it's something i've thought of a lot and i really don't know this is like mentally physically
0: um i don't know I don't know. There's lots of deteriorating because we've been through such a rapid change in technology recently. Like, I think men, the mental health of well-being um and what people think of themselves through Instagram and Twitter is ridiculous. If you think back when I started in 2005, I was the on average, say there was about 15 trainers working in that one gym. Yeah. And I'm the, in 2005, I was the fifth best trainer in that gym. Depending on what you wanted and who was there and rah, rah, rah. I'm about the fifth best trainer in the gym. In 2020, I am now the three millionth best personal trainer in England on Instagram. The three millions i'm not i mean that's not an exact number but just <laughs> just think about the numbers i was a I fitness trainer so in the like gym it. because i do so much and i didn't know you don't know anything about any but other other trainers in other gyms because there's no way of connecting unless you actually walk into that gym now because of the internet and this is the that's same for me this is the same for everything, like now I'm a, like the millionth best trainer like there's, there's people who just come to the gym who've got more followers than me and get more likes on their programs that they put on despite the fact they are being shit that's what people are comparing themselves to
1: yeah I was going to say does that kind of tie into um, to, let's say for example do you see a lot of people getting disheartened and, and original let's say they've got a bit of an interest in wanting to become fit like you said uh, but they have aspirations of trying to become uh, let's say like the rock or the female yeah. equivalent like someone like, who's literally like scooped their body yeah. like work day and night to really look after themselves and then there's they're not being a bit realistic and like you said earlier on you have to like work hard in order to achieve um something similar to that i'm going to say you'll probably never be able to get exactly the same body as a rock because it's, it's not as simple as that um uh, <laughs> but well, like I, said, point, I see a lot of people getting brought, because of that
0: yeah. i brought my well i brought my point was about mental health and where where you po- where you position yourself in in sort of the hierarchy of and how you'd feel about that. Being the fifth trainer in the gym or being the fifth best looking lad at your school. Imagine being the being the fifth best looking lad at your school. You'd pull a bit, wouldn't you? You'd do all right, <laughs> regardless of your chat.
2: But then when Instagram comes
0: in, when Instagram comes in, or where well, the other example is, and then you go to university and then you're the. You're the 50th best-looking lad. So, obviously, you're not getting as much kudos. And people are finding, because of the internet, they're getting less kudos for what they are. It's like you could make a nice cake, but it's never going to be the best cake on Instagram. Yeah. Like, Jordan can play the guitar and sing some songs, which he does every now and then, but he's not as good as Louis Capaldi. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like the
2: pond's getting bigger. The pond's getting bigger, and a lot of the fish are only showing one side. That good yeah. selfie side do so you know i mean
0: people are, people are killing themselves because of that instagram and it's different you can't forget you can't unlearn where you are in the world and your hierarchy in the mental place so when you're at the feel like you're at the bottom of the hierarchy obviously that affects your behavior and it affects your mood so um that comes back what was sorry what was
1: no, you no, know? basically i was just trying to say that i was just trying to ask even that um because of Instagram, as you mentioned, do you think a lot of people get disheartened and may not, and may feel bad about themselves for one that these people that they are seeing on their feed are really healthy, and they might think, oh, maybe I should be like that and start comparing themselves. But also, just when they're coming to the gym and they're wanting this image um, in their head, and you're trying to help them attain that, but at the same time, they may not never reach that, and then that might also cause them to to lose confidence and self esteem.
0: Um. Yeah, I think going to the first part of that, comparing yourself to people on Instagram, um, you don't know what happens behind the scenes. If they put three pictures on Instagram, you've literally seen three milliseconds of their day. Yeah. Haven't you? Um, yeah. And there's people on there, I see people with thousands and thousands of followers and they are absolute catfish. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Absolute catfish! Like you haven't got a good ass. You're just good. At, you just got better at bending. <laughs> you just got better at working them angles and editing and making your spine twist. You are not getting any fitter. Objectively, your ass hasn't changed. You've just been in and done fuck all.
1: Um, I guess it works both ways, is not it? Really? Like, um, I never really thought about it. From, that I'm guessing these these influences that you're talking about that are coming in they're also like feeding off of the attention that they're getting off the people that I was talking about, the people that want to aspire to be them. On the yeah. other hand, if they're not getting that, that following, they're going to be a bit desperate, like I said, trying to portray this false image of themselves. Yeah, so I'll qu-
0: can I come to that point shortly? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, what was I saying? So don't worry what's going on with the the instagrammers because a lot of the time they're not in good shape they're just good at taking photos and they might take five minutes for one little photo they probably eat shit and go home well i'm not saying all i can't put put a broad brush across a whole range of people but a lot of the time they're pretty weak because they're putting they're just looking for adulation on the internet so uh they are after that um and then the pro, the, a lot of the time the dudes are on steroids which i mean it's not always bad if you know what you're doing but just don't jump on them without know what you're doing about steroids um yeah and girls and image can be a slippery dangerous slope so you've got to be real real careful with that um back to and i know I, i've met a few people who've done really well on the back of instagram but there was one in particular who used to go out into Headingley, like uh, I think a lot of her a body because she was young and she used to train, she'd adapt really quickly. When you start training old people, that adaptation changes. But she'd gone really, really fit, she was really pretty. She was going out into Headingley and like all her followers were in that bracket. Like Instagram's got a big algorithm, so that kind of fixes uh who follows you. So it was all young people from Headingley. Basically, yeah. with the followers, so whenever she went out in Headley, people come up to her like she was famous. She didn't know how to handle it. She had a bit of a breakdown, so she stopped doing it. I was like, if if I had as many followers as as she had, like I'd just be pumping out online programs for five or a time.
1: Yeah, yeah, had, yeah,
0: had, yeah. You have seventy thousand followers, and five percent of them give you fifty quid for a pro, for a PDF. How much is that, Jordan?
2: Uh, <laughs> um, you, well, How much is that, Jack? <laughs>
1: So, how many people? Uh, 50, <laughs> no. How many? I
0: think I said 5% 70, uh, 10 5%, 10, five percent at seventy thousand. Three
1: point five
0: percent. Three point
2: five thousand. Three thousand five hundred. Times fifty. Times fifty. Oh God. Thirty-five right. times five. Three <laughs> hundred and fifty. One hundred and twenty-five thousand. I think. There you a go. Lot.
0: Well, a lot. Of money. It's a lot of money, isn't it?
2: It's a lot of cheese.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's all right um so yeah that instagram has really affected sort of people's health the other thing we've gone way back here what else did i say technology so people can just order pizzas people can just order fish and chips mcdonald's just turns up at your house
2: yeah it's the age of speed isn't it people want things quick they want results quick like they can get food quick like they, can get, like they can get a date quick on Tinder. You can just swipe right, can't you? Do you know what I mean? It's like a qu- quick fix. It's like no one wants to wait. It's like, like you've seen these um, overnight courses. You, get, you don't get a degree. You get this overnight course. It's, like, everything's too fast, fast, fast. Like I think we need yeah. to slow down a little bit.
1: Have some patience. Yeah. Make some mistakes. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like with the social media, it actually releases like, this, similar hormones. to what, and if, and if not some of the same hormones, is that like, what's released during exercise? And some of these hormones are so addictive, like that people will, like I said, just go on Tinder, go on Instagram, get instant gratification, and not want to put the work yeah. into to get results. Yeah,
0: I've been reading that Jordan Peterson book, The Twelve Rules of Life, and there is a section about delaying gratification, and and people who can delay gratification, um, actually do better in life, um, and. This wasn't in the book, but there was a study of kids who said they put two sweets in front of kids and they said, uh, you can either have one now or you can wait 10 minutes and have them both. And then they, they watched the kids who waited and had two. And then they watched the kids who had one straight away who couldn't wait, who couldn't delay that gratification. And the ones who waited did loads better in their life. I haven't got the study. I haven't got the date. Yeah, I know that one.
2: It's a famous one, that,
0: isn't it? It's quite, Yeah, it's quite fake. But, like, being able to delay gratification and sacrifice some time, actually, makes you so much stronger and so much more resilient in the future. Um, And so, just kind of, to wait, and I think we've kind of lost that little ability through credit cards and, like you say, like, the instancy of the internet and phones and stuff like that. So,
1: um yeah food. people need to get better at waiting and saving up for shit um that's why it ties to to mental health as well though because people are becoming so dependent on like social media like weirdly enough like we're ironically more connected well connected with more people in the world but less connected to people out the real world and i think that can have like a quite hey, a detrimental yeah. effect to, um, <laughs> <first>
0: <laughs> I think it has
1: like quite a detrimental effect it's like um um, especially people in our age like people who are like exposed to all this uh social media at like a young age because there's actually no age restriction to to actually like use social media and these these ho- these instant hits of like dopamine that they get in they just become like hardwired and not actually have the capacity to actually like want to go up to someone in the real world and like start having like a meaningful relationship with them yeah. um so i think i think that's another bad thing about social media
0: yeah, I mean it, it is um it is difficult. People plan the days around it, aren't they? But to be fair, um I remember like I see some things where parents are always on the phone. Um and they're always uh they're ignoring the kids, and the kids aren't getting that development. And I think back to my childhood. My dad used to get the the Guardian, which is a big paper. It's a big <laughs> newspaper. He used to read that fucker cover to cover every day. That just was away. Well, I don't know about just to get away. No, I'm saying like that was his. Uh, his Instagram and his Facebook, like actually reading paper. People don't read papers or magazines anymore. Back in the day, people would just read a paper.
2: I wonder what it'll be in um, in 10 years if it'll still be, you know, if, if if the social media we've got now will die out and it'll be something new. I wonder if it will all end up like the people in Wally, you know, when they're all fat and just hovering around in those little little booths with like a TV screen in front of their face.
1: <laughs> I don't know though, because I feel, I feel as though it is obviously quite a good concept, the Wally film, really. I'm not speaking for everyone here, but I can imagine that all three of us on this podcast right now would never want that to happen, and would never like agree to anything like that. If anything, it would be like the people that aren't willing to put the work in or want this instant gratification that would just accept that. I just, I'd lose a lot of per- feeling of like purpose and fulfillment if we decided to to go towards that like route. Me too. So I don't think, it, I don't think, I don't think that'd ever ever happen. To be honest, yeah,
0: I mean. From a health perspective, like I've been the manager and I've got to open the gym. We're a bit short on staff. So recently I've been literally driving to work in the dark, going to work, walking around in artificial lights, not have time to do any exercise because I've been taking, either taking the classes. I've got to come back from a missus because she's got quite an hard job. So she likes me being around. Uh, so missing my training on a night, get back, dark, not doing anything. I've done that for maybe
1: ten days now. I yeah. felt
0: terrible. Like I know you two lads are in the are you on the are you on the beach,
1: Jack. No, I'm i I'm released at the minute. minute mate, I'm in my second know, year of uni.
0: Yeah, so it's been fucking dark and it hasn't stopped raining for three months. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: <laughs> like I feel shit. And I think <laughs> if you put, if you put, if you put people in boxes and they're not getting that natural sunlight, like they'll start. You, you do you get unhealthy, and if you're not pumping, you, you're not pumping blood around your body, and you're not burning off the food you eat here and there. Um, you do feel crap. You feel terrible, and it affects everything. So, for me, I'd hate to be in a, a, a little box and doing those things. Although that being said, someone brought in a PlayStation the other day. That Beat Saber, have you seen it? Yeah. And you have yeah, got I I had blood glasses on, and I had two lightsabers, and I were cutting boxes. Not only was I having a great time because it's to like this cheesy chance music, so I felt like <laughs> I was in the beat, but like I was sweating my bollocks off by the end of it.
2: Bit of a workout.
0: It's a great little workout, so I can see things like that catching on and being better for people. But sitting in boxes and using technology
1: for work is bad news. Hundred percent. Do you think then that in the gym environment, Ross? That well, do you see already that there's a lot of technology that's being like incorporated in gyms, or is it still pretty traditional? um i think when you
0: mentioned crossfit earlier in the pod and there was crossfit has kind of brought back a lot more basics of weight and moving around and pull-ups and uh, barbells and lifting and shifting and stuff like that so that's brought made it a lot more natural when i got into gyms there was a time at virgin when all the the machines were like um, had lights on them that beeped if you were moving them too fast or too slow. You had to kind of follow the beat, and it was all very technology. And you'd plug your little USB into into the machine, so it ticked off what you did. And it's kind of CrossFit has made things come away from that. And if you look at a JD or a Pure now, there's a lot more sort of barbells and weights because yeah, that's what works. So there are. Some technology hacks, but I think the way the business has worked is it's cheaper to buy a barbell and some weights that will only break if you drop it a thousand times rather than technology with lights and bells and programs that tend to go wrong if you use it all day because gyms are open, most gyms are open six till ten,
1: so they actually do go wrong a little bit.
2: Yeah, and And what do you think?
1: And what do you think, like the, the main reason? People should get into exercise or health. Like, why do you think people should should make more of an effort to to be healthier? Um, I think just because it makes your life easier. In that in what the, sense? In the
0: long run, it'll make your life easier. As as you get older, you start. Because I'm nearly forty now, so as you get older, I see my mates and they they can't move about the injury prevention. You are like. You're paying. You're paying your time forward into the life you're going to have with your kids and your grandkids. Um, I think, yeah. obviously, if you're doing things for aesthetic reasons and you want big arms because you want to bang loads of birds, I think <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't think that's a terrible a terrible uh thing but the other thing i mean i worked in gyms and i've always worked in gyms because i was an idiot when i left school and it's quite e- relatively easy to get a job in a gym so kind of that's what i've grown up around and that's what i work around but if someone doesn't want to be in the gym i can make enough money being a personal trainer from the people who want to be there and want to do yeah. it so if you like you say you like doing stuff at home and you like having your own music on in your own space and then you can go and have a shower in your own bathroom you don't have to have a shower in a thing, whatever. Like, don't do it. Like, if someone said, Oh yeah, I'm a cyclist and every weekend I go out for three hours and I go over the moors and it's outside and it's beautiful and it's grass and it's green, I won't go, oh no. What you want to do is come to my sweaty gym on a Monday night when there's hundreds of yeah. people. Come and touch this barbell and do this barbell and do it. Like, do what's good for you. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Do what makes you feel Good and people do feel good about weightlifting. People like going boxing. People like, like jujitsu is quite big now, where basically you just go and roll around with people and try and strangle them. Like, <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm sort of weak when it comes to fighting and stuff like that. I've never, I've never won a fight or had a fight in my life, or anything really. So I'd be terrible. I'd hate that. I'd hate it. Uh, so I, I can't, I haven't got that type of strength to pin another man down and choke him out till he taps. Yeah. But people do it and they get great benefits from it because it's mentally quite exhilarating having a fight.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But if you don't want to come to the gym, don't come to the gym, go and have a fight. Go what feels good. Like you can't there's no point in someone who's oh. always played foot always played football. Oh no, stop playing that football with 12 people and having a human thing and being outside and shouting and running and doing this, doing that no no what you need to do is come to the gym I love that summary
2: Um, there's a great quote it's the the best exercise that you that you will ever do is the exercise that you do so the best thing to to do in any situation is the exercise that you will do and that you will enjoy and that you will not feel as though it's a chore Um, you know you don't want to be like doing exercise every week and thinking oh this is shit like I want to finish like yeah. constantly looking forward to finish you want to be enjoying the process not just looking for a destination because you'll never you, the destination's always
0: yeah. going to change mm-hmm.
2: the goal's always going to be further away so you want to enjoy the process of doing and being
0: yeah you've got yeah the process is, be, enjoy the process is a very uh, good phrase Jordan I like that because okay. yeah if you don't like it and you don't like being around you're not going to your willpower is going to beat you willpower wins nine times out of
1: ten i can relate to that because uh i've gone through i've gone through childhood to where we are now with jordan ross and we all we started our first gym was the school gym like we go there after school uh i used to go there religiously and i really enjoyed it and then we went to the college in ponty together we signed Got up a for the new, new college. gym college yeah 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 cool. signed, up, signed up for the new gym across the road and exactly that mate i just, I just found all my workouts very tedious i didn't really like the gym and at the end of it i didn't really want to go anymore and it wasn't um for me going to that gym i miss my old gym Miss the old gym Miss my I miss my old gym so you got to find a gym that works for you as well i think if you do go to the that gym
2: works for you. Yeah, yeah i found a really good one near where i live it's great it's like around the corner all the staff are really sound they do like muay thai classes with like this thai instructor there's like this indian fella that does yoga really good equipment I, I love it. It's fantastic. Um, this has been a very good chat, I think. But we're probably gonna. Can you believe it's been forty-two minutes?
1: Because uh, we're, we're getting so into it, like in the past twenty, weren't we? Like it's been yeah. going pretty well.
2: It's been very good. A shame. Have you got any <laughs> last sort of a uh, final sort of last? could probably stretch it out to fifty. I reckon another 8 minutes, <laughs> <so>.
0: Maybe <laughs> it why not? Was good. I watched Joe Rogan the other day. It was four hours long.
2: That's too long, though. It's too long. No one's watching all of that. No one. You didn't watch all four hours, did you? I, I didn't watch all four hours, no. you no. <laughs> We said before we started this, we said, we've done two episodes. This is our third episode. The first one we did 30 minutes, and it was good. Second one we did, I think we went to about 40, and I'd said yeah, the first yeah, half yeah. was all right. The second half was actually pretty good. This has been really good, but again, like it's just, it just flies by. When you, when you start getting, it. I think it's with three people as well, when you split it out, you're not really talking for that long. It's really. I'm actually loving this. We've got a few other things
0: lined up in the future. Um, well, I'll tell you what, can it? Because I can do. I don't mind doing this because yeah. I just got back from Aldi and I haven't had to put any shopping away. My missus has done it all because I've been talking to you. She's done it all. Yeah. So <laughs> keep the podcast on a Sunday it means it gets me out of all sorts of jobs.
2: Yeah, we'll get <laughs> We'll get
1: some weird random addition. topics Bare in. Not. You've been a good addition. You're a funny guy. Do what
2: I can. Have you got I... any um, final sort of words of advice? I was going to say, have you got any advice for PTs or aspiring people in the fitness industry who want to, maybe sports therapists, PTs, any sort of summary words of wisdom or potentially any advice for people wanting to begin their journey into health and journey into becoming fitter and in self-improvement with it being the new year i think it's quite um quite a good time to to give a bit of advice
0: um for pts and sports therapists um don't listen to anyone just do what you want to do but make sure you've thought that decision out and make sure you've done some research
2: Um, because someone's saying oh no do it this way do it that way is is what you're saying
0: yeah you've got to, yeah and there's always someone who is more steps down the road at you who will say, Do it my way, and they'll probably try and sell you all the information how they did it yeah um, at the same time um yeah you've got to have in your own mind and be be focused on what you actually want to do because it's difficult to to sometimes get that across. Do you want to work at strength? Because I remember our degree, it was so broad that there was some strength stuff. There was some diet stuff. There was some injury rehab stuff along the way. Um, It was so broad that who knows what you should do. Do what you want, do what you enjoy. Um, For people trying to get fitter, like a lot of the time when I do, sometimes I do a PT consultation sometimes i'll say right what do you think we should do and i say all oh, right well i should come to the gym three times a week i go yeah that's a good idea and then they say i say what should you eat and they say i should eat vegetables yeah and a bit of protein yeah do that and then um how much water should you drink oh three liters right but do those things consistently for two weeks and then come back to me see how you've got on and when the, all the people who stuck to it have done Amazing, so there's no real advice, just do what you think you probably should do, and you won't be far off, but fucking do something.
2: Okay, <laughs> that's great advice, I love it. Um, have you got any funny, funny stories from uh, off the top of your head? Any sort of quick, funny stories of uh, you probably can't mention any names, can you? Of uh, of like uh, clients or anything like that? Have you had any interesting um, people that you've given a massage to, for example? <laughs> <laughs>
0: finish on an interesting massage story or no like I try and keep my massages as boring as possible just because you don't want any you don't want anything like I had I had a nip slip once and it was just like oh (laughs) disaster disaster like I felt terrible she felt terrible because it was like a bloke could message me, can you come massage my girlfriend? Or I think she was his girl. Well, let's say fancy woman. Start probably, a lot of films. Probably more accurate. I, yeah. I saw a nip. I didn't mean to. It just slipped down.
2: Was it spoken? Did you did any, any of you mention it?
0: Never been mentioned, mate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no eye contact. <laughs>
0: Never been mentioned. Um uh, Maybe I don't know. You've caught me unaware that there's all sorts of ridiculous stories uh, that I can't think of. i love People in the gym... I'll come on again. I'll come on again. Okay. I'll think And I'll tell you some stupid stories. There used to be a guy in mine in Jack's gym, and you remember this, Jack. Do you remember the
2: one at, that we went to at college, the one in Ponty, fitness Yeah, sport? yeah. There was a guy we called, we just called him Grunter, and he was this guy, and he would come to the gym on his own, and... I mean, fair enough. You you go to the gym, you lift weights, you grunt, you make noise like it's strenuous. But he would grunt ridiculously loud on every single rep of every exercise. He'd be bench pressing like 50 kg and it wasn't heavy for him. He'd be doing 15 reps. And on the second rep, he'd be going, oh, oh, oh." but you could literally hear him from the other side of the gym and things like, I mean, I'm not. One for like laughing at people at the gym or shame, but he was just ridiculous. Like there was no, there was no, there was no need whatsoever. He'd be doing like very light tricep push downs, twenty reps, and every single rep, for twenty reps, he'd just be letting out this loud
0: sort of wail. Does that not piss you off? We thought it was hilarious. There's a grunter in every gym. I'll tell you that for nothing. <laughs> There's one every gym, and usually they drop the weights at the end of the set as well, don't they? And they don't put them back. Yeah well I don't I don't know about the dog putting back but there's, there's a grunter in every gym. I tell you what I tell you what I've got, I I had time to think right. Yeah. The funniest right it's written my stupid sense of humor my shit sense of humor. So there's a bloke who used to come in our gym right and he was Scottish and he was called Tony. And everyone used to call him Scottish Tony. Thought so. <laughs> because that was his name it was just scottish tony you are scottish tony oh who's left in scottish tony mm-hmm. blah blah blah. who's left them wait, scottish tony like he was a really sound dude really nice dude and we used to see him out in pubs and bars and stuff and he'd buy us a drink and he was a nice fella but one day we went on the system and this is back at fitness first so we used to put the computer we had a computer on the front desk and we used to put it all in you didn't do it on your phone or that and we decided to change his name from i can't remember his last name, something Scottish. We changed his name on the system to Scottish Tony when he beeped in. Yeah. Which was funny enough when he did it at ours, but it was a traveling salesman. (laughs) So so his job was to drive up and down the country. I can't remember what he sold. His job was to drive up and down the country selling. So there was this was fitness first at the time. So it was a fitness first in every town. And and there was even one in Ponty. And
1: um. That was a joke, lads. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Was that, was that the punchline? Was that the punchline of the story?
0: No, it's not the punchline in the story. The punchline was that he'd go in and, like, he'd beep in and the receptionist would go, is your name Scottish Tony? And he'd go, yeah. <laughs> because obviously he was Scottish and he was called Tony. And they're like, oh, because it said you must really like being called Scottish Tony.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> on that note... Um that's a good one. Uh probably Caught anything else we should we should talk about, Jack and Jack?
1: Um not really. I think I think we've said about everything we've had to say. Uh it's been a good podcast. Um so yeah, if anyone's if anyone's still listening, thanks again for listening.
2: Yeah, um we'll we'll I think the where we, we won't put one out next week because because I'm busy, but the week after that we'll be back.
0: I'm not too You're sure busy what we're gonna do. all week. What are you doing? You're on holiday.
2: Well, I'm, no, I'm not on holiday. I'm working at the minute, but I'm going on holiday working? for a week in Malaysia. And it's just a pain. Maybe I'll take my laptop and we could record somewhere. I, I work in Hanoi teaching English. What hours? Uh, what hours? Um, I do about twenty hours of teaching, but then about ten what? hours yes. of lesson plan. no, not, not a day like. But I'm going on a holiday. I'm going, it's, it's Chinese New Year, so it's Tet holiday, which is. You're not even uh, Chinese. What? You're not even Chinese. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> in town it's like a big holiday, so I've got the so works closed. Everything's closed, so I'm going to go to uh, go into Malaysia for like a holiday. But it's just a pain taking. Maybe I'll take my laptop, but like because we've got to record it, and there's a seven-hour difference. I've come up. We've come up with a slogan for this podcast. It's the world's first high-quality, low-budget. 7 hour time difference podcast because I think it is, I don't think there's any other (laughs) podcast that would fit that bill probably probably is, but it's not as good as this it's a bit of a mouthful it's a bit of a mouthful, yeah but I've not thought of anything else we've 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 not got a jingle yet, we need to come up with a jingle if anyone's listening who knows how to make a jingle it's fucking sensitive
0: it's a iMovie iMovie? yeah, when I do them for the
2: gym
0: they're all on iMovie you're not, gonna, you're
2: not going to sue me for copyright if it's the same one you use for the gym.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: We could collaborate. <laughs> no. Right. Thanks, Ross. It's been a nice no chatting problem. to
1: you, mate. You too. Um, yeah, cheers for coming on, Ross.
0: No worries, lad.
2: Right. Peace. See you next time.
1: All right. <laughs> See you soon. make a style statement this fall check out the plato's closet fall preview event this saturday and sunday get trends like ripped jeans cozy sweaters cool boots and all your fall faves at everyday values plato's closet has all the trendiest looks for guys and girls in their teens and 20s for up to 70 percent less than regular retail prices get the fall looks you need and save at the plato's closet fall preview event this saturday and sunday Plato's Closet is now hiring. Find us in Fairfax in the Greenbrier Shopping Center and in Manassas at the shops at Signal
0: Hill.